All right, welcome back to the uh, Underwater Sunshine Festival. We're at the Garden Sessions, and we got Fair Hazel, one word, with us. Thank you for How's having us. Fantastic hey. set. Fantastic thank you. set, you guys. Thank you. Really thank beautiful. you, thank you. That really was really cool. Thank you. I was like, I was watching it in the morning, and uh, Zoe was recording it, and I was like, oh, this is so great. I'll, I'm going to do the next song, and then, <laughs> then the guitar disappeared. And I was like, oh, well, that was really cool. Uh, I'll just wait till he comes back and I'll do the next song. Then the harmonies disappeared. <laughs> like one by one. I, I'll record Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I recorded Eddie, but then we put in the morning back up on uh, Instagram TV. I, I stole it from my girlfriend. <laughs> Thankfully, she had it. Awesome. The incredible shrinking band, though, for a minute there. We were, we were deciding either going uh, down or up in numbers, you know. but we stuck with that. Uh, hello, my name is Hugh MacDonald, and this is Danielle, and this is Alex, and this is our project Fair Hazel. Uh, this first song is called In the Morning. Mr. Friend, oh say you come round here again, will you bring love in this direction? been some time since you and I have been locked eyed, but it feels like a couple seconds since I spent my day regretting not saying more when you and I let all those hours slip away under our falling love I hope that I can be when the color left this town, all the love came pouring out. You don't make friends with plastic strangers, voodoo magic, music makers. I think you got a kind of cool way. I think you got a groove Oh, I think you got a kind of cool way about you I think you got a groove Oh, I think you got a kind of cool way about you I think you got a groove Oh, I think you got a kind of cool way about you I think you got a groove Well, if somehow I'm dreaming Then I'll bid you And if I won't be seeing you, keep my love always with you. Cause in the morning I'll be calling on my telephone. And in the morning I'll be calling on my telephone. And in the morning I'll be calling on my telephone.
many people are in the band proper? We have everyone here, right? Yes. Yeah, so we'll introduce everybody again. Sure. Five, five in total. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. For, for tonight, there's Nate on bass. Hi. <laughs> there's Louie on drums. Hey. There's Danielle on uh, vocals and tambourine. Beautiful. Yeah, I got some tambo. And uh, there's later. a guitarist who is absent at the moment, Alex, uh, who was playing earlier. And you are Hugh. I'm Hugh. Yeah. yeah. That was a great job, you guys. Just a thank you well, very thank much. Thank you for the vegan pizza, man. He made a vegan pizza. Oh, dude, it's oh, a nice. pleasure. It was excellent. Yeah. It's all right. Old Huey boy, as he was introduced to me. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> true. Old Huey boy. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll take <laughs> full credit for that. Huey boy. Louis. Uh, so I'm from the UK, but uh, I grew up in South Africa. My, my family is South African. And uh, uh, I'm Nate. I'm from Toronto. From Toronto? Yeah. Ah. Um, I'm from the same city as Hugh, London, but I've got a dad who's American and a mom who's French. And then I actually grew up in Austin, Texas, but then when I was like 13, moved to Salem, Oregon. So I kind of consider myself an Oregonian and a Texan. So that's kind of my... It's yeah. a good match. Yeah. yeah, and our guitarist is also from London. Yeah, our guitarist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of Brits. A lot of Brits. You're the, you're the only uh, American? Only I think American. I'm the only American. Oh, that is a... Yeah. How'd that happen? Texagonian. Well, <laughs> yeah, Texagonian. Californian over here. <laughs> yeah. right. Oh, he's, there we go. He's from everywhere. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. yeah. Wait, well, how did you? How did you? How did you? So we all met at Berkeley College of Music, yeah. and like I first met Alex, the guitarist, because we were living on the same floor, and then. When we met each other, we figured out that back in London, we didn't know each other, but we lived pretty much like one street apart from each other. So we hit it off, other. and then we got Louis recruited, another Englishman, and then I met Danielle, yeah. and then I met Nate, and yeah, it we all, all kind of met like first semester because yeah. we were all in the same dorm together, and it was like became a big family, and so we all just so we've all met known each other, other for about you know four, I mean? years, four years, <laughs> yeah, which is cool. And you're, you were going for bass and drums and. Mm-hmm. Tambourine and yes. no. Yeah, you know. <laughs> well, vocalist, vocals. Yeah, yeah, I play guitar and piano, but I'm just doing vocals with Fair Hazel. Yeah, yeah, you guys sing beautifully together. Thank you. I should you, let my you. singer co-host comment on that. But it's love yeah. singing. I told them that. Yeah, it was oh. killer. It thank really you. Was. Thank yeah, you. it was so great. You know, it's funny because it's been about four years ago. Louis was at the last Outlaw Roadshow. Yeah. And walk, hanging out because he'd driven. He'd come down from Berkeley for the weekend for the Outlaw, the last Outlaw Roadshow, and we we talked the whole time about how like he really wanted to come back with a band and play. Yeah, and it, it, yeah, and, and boom, here I am. I yeah. Well, thank you for having us. Oh, oh man, yeah, such was, a crazy. We were in the car in uh, on the farm outside of London, and we were driving around, and, and Louis was playing something, and I just, what the hell is this? <laughs> and he said it was Fair Hazel. I was like, wow. <laughs> That's great. I don't remember how we decided to have you here. If you guys called and asked about it or something, I just that. I just asked. I was like, "Hey, Adam, can I come?" <laughs> yeah. You were like, "Yeah, sure thing, Louis." Nice. Got a band? I'm like, "Kinda." And <laughs> yeah, it was perfect because it was exactly the band I wanted him to come with too. Because I had heard it. Nice. nice. It was, it was, uh, it was very exciting. Thank I, you. I heard. Uh, was it in the morning you played? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's the last one you played? That was uh, the really last one. Uh, Eddie from Seven Eleven. We covered Eddie a lot on the uh, on the podcast and in the morning too. I think. Yes, we did it in the, yeah. in the morning. Yeah, yeah. I think, we played I think you guys did seven by seven. Directors. Seven. No, the direct, no Eddie's in the write up. In the write up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eddie's yeah. in the write up. Yeah, yeah. In the write-up. yeah. And, right. the, and the song about Elvis. That was cool. Oh yeah, man, man in a cafe. Yeah. Yeah. What, what was the inspiration of that? It was literally a guy came up to us 
basically this guy came up to us and saw our tattoos and we figured out through a little conversation that his son yeah, was gave his us son. tattoos it was the in Boston thing. We found and then out he his just son had like done our he tattoos. was like can I tell you the story and he told us the story of how he went to Graceland in 87 and like snuck into Elvis's like closed off tour, room yeah. stole his bible and <laughs> made it back to the hotel and like was like wow I have this bible but then like 20 years later he felt so bad about it that he sent it back to them and he had like all these photos of it and all this proof like the letter from Graceland the home like saying we forgive you don't worry about it and it was just like prime songwriting material yeah, yes. yeah no kidding that's got like subtext upon subtext yeah, yeah. he stole a bible, he stole a bible. from the king yeah. yeah yeah I like that yeah so yeah. I, I don't take credit for that one but <laughs> yeah you basically, so that's like journalism. That's not yeah, really that's a, that's Yes, it. there we go. <laughs> if, if that was true, more people would write good songs. That's like actually how that works. They can lay out the whole fucking story, but if you can't write a song, you can't write a song. Right. Yeah, I knew I'd rile them up with that. True, true. Oh, my God. This song is called Man in a Cafe. I met a man in a cafe this morning. Who was to tell me his story So I said please proceed A man in a cafe this morning Told me this story He said it's 1987 And Elvis has been my man Since I was a boy so I saved up for a ticket to Graceland In Memphis, Tennessee And visit the house where my king used to be Well, this man in this cafe continued Saying I was at the back of the tour And I stretched my legs for a second And I stumbled upon a door they had explicitly said to stay clear of But I opened it anyway Before my eyes were Elvis's things His sunglasses, papers and pens So I grabbed the first thing within arm's reach And joined the tour group again when I got back to the motel that evening Much to my surprise I had taken a book embroidered in gold Elvis's personal Bible I said, God, I prayed this morning That you'd give me something to keep But little did I know What you had planned for me So you guys like for tonight? I mean, we're so oh excited. So yeah. excited. We've been looking forward to yeah. all week. Yeah, I got into Boston last Wednesday and we've just been rehearsing ever since and we're yeah. pretty pumped. Are you touring around uh, the states while you're here? No, this is only Oh, wow. Engagement. We're getting a one-off here, man. Exactly. Yeah. Just you. <laughs> For those out in podcast yeah. land, Adam just raised his fist. And we got between tours. Yep. Yeah, literally, like, this Busy time boy. last week, I was on tour with my other band back in England. 
and got back like 4 a.m. on Monday, busted out the Fair Hazel set all of Monday, and Tuesday was on a flight to Boston. <laughs> so and then Monday he goes, but on Sunday you go back again. Sunday I go back. And, and then I and ride Wednesday you come back again. <laughs> and Wednesday I'm heading back to America to just for holiday basically ah to be young yeah <laughs> and untethered <laughs> yeah I wish we were just saying I, I met you the yeah, last Outlaw Roadshow the, Road the last time I came when and it was we still were just talking about that on yeah. the podcast yeah about yeah and then and the second I saw you I was like oh yeah yeah I, I remember that <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's uh, funny because he speaks about himself as if he was like 10 years old <laughs> oh, I was so young then. I was like 2 years ago <laughs> uh, 3 I was young back then man <laughs> oh my god it's like 15 Wait. minutes from now he's like Kyle you were just starting your sophomore year maybe yeah I was halfway through my second year yeah. that's right a wee bab nice it's longer ago than I think it is like in my head it's like a year or two ago I remember him telling us what he was ago. heading out to yeah yeah seems like a while ago have you ever it played in New York before? You, I'm sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead. Have you guys ever played uh, in New York? I played no. a solo set in Rockwood where there was only two people, the sound guy and like one friend who showed up to take some photos because <laughs> uh, they changed my like set time the morning of. And so nobody could come. Not that I had like a plethora of people coming. I had like five. But it dribbled down to the sound guy and a cameraman. And <laughs> so I played this like hour-long set for them. That's the only time I seem to remember playing here. And the city winery. City Winery session I did mm-hmm. with uh, this yeah. guy. It's a classic first New York set, though. Yeah, yeah they exactly. switch it felt time right. it and felt no right. one's there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah pretty yeah. much. Pretty we much. were playing a show once. We were on tour with Cracker, I think, and we were playing First Avenue. You know that where, where Purple Rain's filmed, and I was I was so excited. We got there, sound checked, and it was. It was incredible. And then, like, right before the show started, they put a band between us and Cracker. It was a sold-out show, too. Right before the show started, they put a band on between us and Cracker, a local band, to sell tickets. So we went on to an empty club, basically, at a sold-out show. Whoa. Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah. It builds character in the end. It does. It does, yeah. It sucks. I was so angry. Yeah, I know the feeling. That's yeah. happened to me a couple of times in Toronto. Yeah, it's Nate's a also a uh, wonderful musician of his own. Why, thank you, Nate Davio. Yes, yes. Nate did a session earlier. He yeah, did he did. A, indeed. a, a yes, garden session of his own. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Do you know this record store Nate. here? What, is it? what does that say? Sonic, Sonic Boom? Boom? You know Sonic Boom? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I got this when I was on the road with these guys. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, a couple of subs. <laughs> one of the best record stores I've ever been to. Yeah, that's a good store. That's I just did a Toronto walking record store thing. That's Queen Street, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. The cool, the hip zone. Yeah. Oh, the that's hip, hip zone. zone. Yeah. Oh, who knew? Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> Just by virtue of you being there. Just yeah. Yeah. exactly. Because you were it. there. It yeah. wasn't before. No, but now no, it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They have a plaque. They have a plaque there. <laughs> so what? I, Adam usually asks this question, but I'll ask it. What's next for you guys? For the so, so basically, I took a trip uh, from August to November of last year through America, like a big like solo uh, voyage and I wrote this album and recorded it at home when I got back to London uh, Louis helped me out with a couple of drum parts and uh, we're going to put that out in May hopefully around May 14th and then I'm playing a couple of festivals in the UK but just solo ones and then just keep keeping going on one that's my little sister's birthday oh, oh me too yeah. really? yeah Wow. That's very cool. Yeah, that's uh, right. Mine too. No. We have to talk to our parents to see if there's something going on. Uh, and two, uh, is that the record with uh, Eddie and Eddie the morning, in the morning. On it? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That is exciting. Yeah. Should be good, I yeah, hope. Yeah, good luck with that. And Thank good luck you. tonight. Or, no, I'm sorry. Break a leg. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Break many, 
Many, Many legs. legs. All yeah. the legs. My wife's a, a yoga instructor, and I, I tell her to break a leg when she does that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Because so <laughs> it's like performing. You know, that's what I tell her. I said, break a leg. And she's like, it's probably not a good idea to tell me that before yoga. But yeah, two I, different worlds. I, I snap mine on stage once. I prefer the good luck anytime. Yeah. Well, not yeah. that we need it. It's, uh, he we're literally still stuck going up there and doing it literally ourselves. Literally, so. literally broke, broke his, yeah. leg his leg on stage. Well, not uh, my, I didn't break. A, no, no. I snapped my leg in two. Let's call it that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Did my you have to ACL, MCL, and both meniscus. Second song of the show at the Beacon Theater. In New York on tour. No, I played the whole show. Played whole the show. whole show? I jumped off the drum That's how you do it. Oh, no. Yeah. Did you middle- say, like, I've just broken my leg? Or did you just I power through? I just snapped my leg. I wasn't leg sure what happened because I landed and, and, you know, it went, uh, you know, instead of this way, it went that way. Oh. Side, like, all the way out there. Oh. No, no. It was right on the top of the guitar solo. And, uh, First song, right? No, second, second song. Second Dangerous song. Of song. But then I got up and I could stand on it so I was like well it's not broken it is incredibly painful but it's not broken I didn't know what it was we didn't find out till the next day that it was I had snapped my ACL my MCL and both meniscus ugly and you finished the show like and that and the tour yeah oh, he tells gosh. all his athletes friends, I've done that hey, I sucked it up <laughs> yeah exactly. I have a lot of friends who play professional sports and whenever they get that ACL shit and they're like oh, I can't play the rest of the season I'm like well yeah. it's okay you don't know what I've been through <laughs> yeah that's perfectly fine I understand but it's not like I am yeah, yeah. It's an example to us all. <laughs> to us all. That's true. Oh well, gosh. anyway, regular guys. Thank you guys. Thank, Thank you, you. Thank so you much. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Great show. Thanks for having us, guys. Thank you. Of course. Cool. Awesome. You don't need the luck. You do need the legs. Yes. Sunshine. <laughs> <Sunshine. laughs> See you in a little while. <laughs> Thank you. So this next song, uh, a friend of mine used to know a guy called Eddie who used to sell him and his friends alcohol out of a convenience store in some place in America. So. With that information, I created a story around this guy, Eddie. Uh, He's from Mississippi now, and he works at a 7-Eleven. So this is uh, Eddie from 7-Eleven. Eddie was a good man, honest and hardworking, never gave love a try. He was a nightcrawler working at the corner shop just to try and get by. He dreamt of the city getting out of Mississippi and finding somewhere less like home. But his father, who's a real man, never said he loved him, told him, wait till you get older. How will I get out if I am stuck to my seat? How will I get out if you have chains on me Eddie saved every penny sold the local kids on whiskey for a ticket on the 9.15 After months gone undecided there was something about the timing growing weary of the small town scene Eddie took the night bus leaving nothing but a lion reading mother I am leaving home he packed his father's Walkman to avoid bad conversation and took unto the great unknown. How will I get out if I am stuck to my seat? How will I get out if you have put your chains on me? See, I too 
Jane was a charmer, a real sweet disaster that somehow caught Eddie's eye. She sat a few seats over, moving to his corner, exchanging nothing but the knowing smile. She said, we're getting off here. Grabbed his hand and held it dear like they've been lovers since the dawn of time. He tried to explain that he was dying to get away, but he couldn't shake her from his mind. How will I get out if I am stuck to my seat? How will I get out if you have put your love in me? Oh, I'm in the air, I'm off my mind. Hey, uh, welcome back to the Underwater Sunshine Podcast. We're here at the Garden Sessions, and today we are here, well, today, right now, right now. we are here with Wild Pink. <laughs> I am so excited about Wild Pink that I missed the show at Bowery, but I'll see the show at Bowery, so it'll be different, Bowery, because <laughs> yeah. uh, that was fantastic over there at the Garden Session. I'm going to have the glockenspiel in my head all fucking day. Yeah, I, okay, so we have to talk walk now. Um, yeah. Talk walk. <laughs> Glock. Glock, I'm sorry. We could talk guacamole, too, if you'd like. Um, so... When did you guys introduce that? Is it just for this acoustic thing? I mean, well, that was pretty gutsy coming out and playing yeah, it for, for the first. This. I just got it like a week ago, <laughs> so just thought it would be nice to throw it in for this because it's a little stripped down thing. So, way to practice, man. Thanks. <laughs> first time all of us playing together. He, he's been practicing a bunch before. It was the first time. Yeah. Love is better. Yeah. Haven't played it for like almost a year since the record. Yeah. Wow. his eyes closed mouthing the words to the Kim Carton song on the radio knowing there's no way he can ever admit his lovesick truth not to his friend he just quietly gifted a new smartphone 
Through the open windows in the bar We feel the summer's here And we all want another chance And a little understanding Love is better than anything Tickets caught in the fence till all the stock just up and walked away. And it'll be okay, you say, you kiss my lips. Let her mouth in the words to the prayer I say each day. Knowing you've got an aching feeling deep in your heart. We should say that that's TC on ba- bass and uh, Dan on drums and uh, John, my pal, there on. Right. So who are we missing today? This is uh, the core group, but we have some uh, other players that that play shows with us. Uh, there's there's Ben Carbone, who'll be playing tonight. Uh, Mike Slomo Brenner uh, from Philly on the lap steel. Oh, cool. Yeah. So we have, we'll be a five piece tonight. Are you yes. gonna whip out the glockenspiel at the night show? Yeah, we might have to bring it out tonight. <laughs> 
It well, has a thing. It has a. It's like I'm so. It's so stuck in my head. The melody lines from yes. Love is better now. Completely. Yeah. All day. Is that nerve wracking to play the guitar melody? And he's playing because you had never done that together. Well, no, I can just sit back and let him do, take all the. Oh, okay. So it was easier. Carry all the water. Yeah. Yeah. It puts a point on the moment, like on the guitar. It just puts this yeah, ringing point on it. Yeah. yeah. It's nice. So I know Jim only plays. Jim plays one in our band, but I think it's only on one song. Uh, colorblind. I, I, it's colorblind. He yeah. plays it on, but maybe I can make his life a living hell by suggesting that he plays it everywhere else now too. <laughs> nice job. Stand by, we might have some more Glock in our set moving forward. Cool. There you go. So we should uh, tell you guys to your face because we've been talking about it on the podcast and everything. Just Yoke and the Fur, fantastic work. It's just oh, it's, it's unreal. It's such a great record. Thank you so Thank much. You so Thanks. Much. That's appreciate it. Awesome. It sounds like nothing else, and it's it's completely beautiful, moving. It's, it's just like it's just so full. Like I don't know. It's uh, that's a terrible adjective to use. <laughs> It's just a fascinating swirl of stuff. Man, thank you so yeah. much. That seriously means a lot. Thank you. Uh, I, I love it. I cannot wait for tonight. I'm Same. So dude, we're so excited to play again. the show tonight. We're very pumped. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be awesome. Yeah, it's a great atmosphere. How did you find doing this kind of intimate performance with just the three of you guys? Because well, you've been mostly playing with the five guys, right? I love this. I wish we would do more stripped down things like this. This is really fun. We've done it a couple of times, and we always like to change it up. It's fun. like... Play quiet. <laughs> yeah, playing quieter is really nice. It does think because you have such specific melodies on the guitar parts too that it, it really works because it has those like very catchy melody lines and then having them sort of pointed up at times by the glockenspiel. It was really cool. Had plenty of drive with the bass and drums too. It was, it was really great. I love playing acoustic shows. I think it forces you to kind of reinvent yourselves in some totally. ways and think about the songs a little differently. Brings out different sides and things. Yeah, it's very cool. This is a fun experiment. This is we really enjoy doing this. Yeah. yeah. Thought you'd never get out 
was an ancient slime crossed a line. Now there's a war on all life on earth. And I am uneasy. Yeah, I am uneasy. Like I was in school when I thought. What's up? What's coming up for you guys? Uh, we we're um, j- I just finished writing a new record, so we're gonna probably record pretty soon. Then we're we're going to the West Coast in like two or three weeks to we're on tour Strand of Oaks. Oh, cool! Um, and then we come back east and finish up the Northeast with him in May. Where do you play in San Francisco and L.A.? Do you know? L.A. We're at Telegram Ballroom on the twenty second, and then we're at the Independent in San Francisco on the twenty third. Okay, I hear a lot about the Independent being a good place. I've never been. That's Same, the, yeah. I've they're both been. the places that came out after I left those cities, but I, I've never been to either one of them. But Same. I hear they're great. I don't. I don't know the Telegram, but uh, Independent. I, I see everyone playing out there. Everyone like the the, the, the other like Outlaw Roadshow and Underwater Sunshine bands. When I'm looking, or people that I want to play here too, I always look up and they're playing the Independent. So there you go. That's a good run. Man. Cool. I'm yeah. gonna miss that so, run. I'm so, having a baby any day now. Whoa, congratulations. Yeah. Oh, yes, congratulations. And John's getting married soon. Yeah, yeah. it's a big year for us. <laughs> yeah. I'm just hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> playing the clock. Learning hey, play the clock. You and your clock. <laughs> uh, how did you guys meet? How did you guys all get together? I, I, uh, I briefly discussed it with you for the piece yeah, for yeah. the website, but uh, tell the folks. Well, I... Tisa and I met on, like, musicians classified on Craigslist. Casual Encounters. Casual Encounters. <laughs> that, that's then, it? There's no drama. Yeah, I got you. Craigslist. And then... Dan was playing in a band that the band before Wild Wild Pink used to be like an electronic band called Challenger, and then we we played a show with his old band, and like we were just like Facebook friends, and uh, our le- the drummer before Dan left for one reason or another, and and then Dan jumped in, we snatched him up, yeah. Somehow John remembered me from like two years prior. Yeah, we 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 it was like I remember it was, it was New Year's Eve day, and. We we were going to record in April, and so I Dan came out on tour with us for like a month, for like a South by tour, like, and we just played the, the albums, the self-titled, the first record, all those songs. We just did it like every night for a month, and then recorded immediately after. Oh, that makes he, sense. He that around. sounds like that. So you did Yoke in the Fur after you had been playing, yeah, for yeah. quite some time. The first record, yeah. yeah. So he we we all did uh, the first record together, and then. I mean, obviously the second one too, but yeah. 
we all came together at the first record, I'd say. Were you all here, based out of uh, New York then? Well, I'm from Florida. TC's oh. from Seattle. Dan's from Buffalo. Where'd you all... So, were you, did you meet here in New York, though? Yeah, yeah, playing? yeah. Oh, okay. We're in Florida. Central Florida, like uh, Brevard County, Melbourne, Cocoa Beach. You, there's no reason to yeah, no, it. I've passed by there. Sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the drive through. If you've heard drive. of Orlando... Yeah, no, yeah, that's, that's where we oh, passed yeah, by, right. yeah, like yeah. an hour east. So he, when, I, when I interviewed John for the piece, he mentioned you are the guy, the rock and roll guy of the group. The rock hound. The rocker, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to rock. Well, um, there is a – well, this is one of the things we couldn't figure. When we played it, you guys can't be nailed down. There's no way you could say this is a rock and roll band or a folk band or this style band. So how do you bring that, since you were the last guy to join, your uh, chops to that – sound i don't know it's pretty easy john just writes songs that are really easy for me to play so i just fit in pretty seamlessly i don't know it's easy so he he fits into the yeah yeah john writes really simple songs that are really hard for me to play why (laughs) they're mostly one four five but they just combinations of different one four five all the way through and i'm always just like like, russian roulette what's next like oh is it five or four five (laughs) (laughs) That's the one thing I noticed about you live when I was watching you. You're really concentrated. Even now, since you, you probably know the songs, obviously. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's always a hard learning process for me because it's uh, deceptively simple or something. Or no, it's, it sounds simple, but it's actually like stream of consciousness, one, four, five. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I'll just change it on the fly, too. Yeah. <laughs> like Chuck Berry. You change keys in the I'm middle I'm basically of Chuck Berry. Right? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Whoa. That's good. Bring the suitcase with you? Yeah. Charlie just... Charlie played with Chuck Berry. Charlie, our piano player, had this really interesting... I want to call it his childhood, but it's really probably his 30s or something, where he, <laughs> he just played with everyone in the Bay Area, and including everyone who had come through. So it's like a, a Chuck Berry gig, and, and like Charlie would be in the band for that gig. Like They would hire him, whatever, you know. But he said he, 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 uh, he, did, uh, he did bring the suitcase to the gigs, and you had to... No, they... He insisted on getting the suitcase. He brought one, and you had to fill it with the money or have to give him your own valise with money oh, no way. before he plays. Oh, yeah. Big oh. time. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Um, always did it. And always just show up with the guitar, with the Gibson, you know, with the S holes in it, and then he would just play, and bands would have no... Springsteen tells a story that East Street Band backed them up, uh, in the early, backed them up in the early 70s, and he said it was like harrowing. Because you're yeah. just supposed to know. You're supposed to know. He'd just start the song. If you don't know which song it is, you're fucked. Right. What's that great line? <laughs> what songs are we playing tonight? We're going to be playing Chuck Berry songs. (laughs) My songs. Exactly. Watch me for the changes and try to keep up. Yeah, him and Dylan, same sort of thing. Dylan just starts songs. Charlie did the same thing with Dylan and said he would just start songs. And often nothing like the record version. They they need to figure out what it was or they'd get that look. Mm. Sounds kind of fun. (laughs) Yeah, loads of laughs. So um, are you guys, have, do you guys play, what's the difference between playing a festival like this with other bands coming and going and then having your own gig? Is there a specific way you prepare for that or do you prefer something like this? I mean, I no real preference. I don't think it's much of a difference. Um, I guess there's no sound check. There's no <laughs> difference. But I don't think we're, we're fine anyways with a, a line check. Yeah, we, haven't, we haven't actually done too much stuff like this Yeah, yeah, this past, is like... So. One of our first times doing something like this. You know. Which part? This part or the night part? Or both, actually. Oh. <laughs> cool. Well, good luck. You guys are ex- I love the record. And Thanks a lot. My new two, three favorite bands are coming out now. Awesome. Really great. And you guys were great live, and you're going to love them. Man. I cannot wait. I'm just, I've been geeking out about this for months and months now. I was so excited when we got you guys. I was just flipping out. Dude, Dude, that's excited. awesome. Thank you, man. 
Yeah. Thanks, so, guys. Yeah. Next record's coming out. Hopefully early yeah, next year. Next one, we, it's all demoed. We're like ready to record. I'm so. jealous of the writing right now. I'm trying to get myself back into uh, doing that, but it's a, it's a struggle lately. But soon. Cool. Maybe. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Fuck. Eventually. <laughs> all right. Thank Never you, guys. Right. Thank, thank you. you. Well, thanks a lot. Great job, man. Thank you. Really good job. Great thank set. You. That was thanks. excellent. Yeah, this is really fun. Uh, this is called There's a Ledger. Like it's in the window next door The neighbor's 93 Run around the town that I come from Raiding cannonball trees I believe there's a ledger somewhere Somewhere the days go They say don't think about it all so much Don't take it so bad Thought I was dosed, it was a panic attack Didn't I mean just I did Hiding out in the native flora there Trying not to take it so bad
All right, we're, we're back at the Underwater Sunshine Festival, the second biannual, I don't know, it's the second time we're back. Yes, This is the biannual. first podcast interview we've done. Yes. I'm Adam, that's James. How are you? And we're here with Taylor Carson. Hey, how are you? Thanks for having me. Great set, man. Thank you. That was super cool. Sounds great in here. You know, I thought it was gutsy you opened up with acapella. I, I, I like to do that live. I figure, you know... I'm a white boy with an acoustic guitar, and so it's expected of me to just get up there and strum, and I'm going to do that, but I, I, I really, that's a song I wrote on piano, so I really like, uh, you know, especially if it's a louder room, there's no better way to silence a room than to do something quiet, and if they want to be a part of it with you, um, they go into that zone, and you kind of know where the room's going to go for the rest of the night, and it's, it's just nice. When I picked up the guitar at 16 years old, it was just... A reason for me to sing it was kind of you know I learned the cowboy chords and started writing uh, songs for my high school girlfriend and then it morphed into where we are now but I always loved singing um, my mom was an opera singer and so we used to dissect songs and you know before she passed away she challenged me she said always aim to write your bridge over troubled water and uh. I haven't <laughs> but I'm certainly I, I definitely keep that in mind uh, when I think about my mom and think about how I wish we could have shared this together because we kind of went the same route but I do hold on to fine memories like that um, and study artists like that as well generations go by the blink of an eye wanna be in the middle of it all they were standing on the sides, you were standing on the whose side are you on? Anyway, I remember your face, I remember your face. I should have listened to what you said, you know I wish I did. But we can't go back to where we've been. Where we've been Go on and look at what the consequences have made You come around here, now the soul's the same No one outside, watering the flowers They're inside waiting on the rain Waiting on the lips of zip Have they lost their minds? Thrown in the towel and fade with the times I remember your face I remember your face I should have listened to what you said You know I wish I did But we can't go back to where we've been Where we've I keep erasing the memories That lead me to you But letting go of what's gone isn't easy to do. I should have listened to what you said. You know I wish I did. But we can't go back to where we've been. You know I wish I could. I should have listened to what you said. You know I did, but we can't go back to where we've been, where we've been.
occurred to me really early on to learn all the words to like some song I could do a cappella. Okay. And I learned all the words early on to uh, "Oh Susanna." Oh. It's a great. It's a really great lyric. Uh, you know, Stephen Foster. Uh, sure. If I ever got into trouble, you know, or in a situation where I didn't have a guitar, or I just wanted to fuck up an audience, <laughs> I could just stomp and do "Oh Susanna." And I've used it on more than one occasion for shit, like where we just needed something. I've used it in Counting Crows gigs. I used it in open mics when we were starting out. I used it in like. Uh, I was out all night in Dublin one night with Gemma Hayes and some other friends, and we were at this club. I can't remember if it, not Whalen's. Uh, yeah, Whalen's. And all these people were. Everyone there was a musician, and everyone was picking yeah. up a guitar and doing something. And after a while, they're all like, well, Adam. You, you got to do something, and I, you know I, I can't play for shit on the guitar, and there's only the most maudlin shit on the piano. So I said fine, and I did "Oh Susanna," and it killed him. Acapella stuff yeah. can be a real like ace in the hole to pull out at a thing like that. Yeah, you can pull it off. It's nice to have yeah. in the back pocket. Um, you know, like I said, because you expect you see an acoustic guitar, yeah. and you're like, all right, here comes strummy central, and so yeah, I just like to, and I generally my rule is like don't say a word until after two songs. You, I've, I've, I, I used to get out on stage and, you know, it's like, oh, my nerves are showing um, and I'm going to say something stupid and lose the momentum that I, the, the excitement I had going to the stage. And that allows me to just, like, do my thing and feel great. And, you know, so there's some high notes in there and I'm like, all right, this is ballsy, but you're doing it. And you know, like, right before those notes are coming, you know if you're going to hit them or not. You know, you've been through that and it's like... Thankfully, I, I hit them today because it would have been uh, you would have seen my nerves change drastically. Those are those are two songs you started off with. Yeah, right? yeah. where What's we've the first been, one called? where we've been, and it's a song I wrote on piano. And I'm t- I'm monkey guy on piano, like middle C, like I, I'm totally wrong fingers, everything like that. So, uh, but I do love this song. Right, and then so, it goes it goes so seamlessly into the other one. Yeah, the other they're song? both in C. What was the other song? Uh, Brave, which is on the new record. It's, ah. it's the song that opens up the new record um, after The Tamer Has Gone that came out in December. And that's that's what got me um, out with Steven. Uh, he was touring with Objects, Objects in the Mirror, and I was touring uh, around after The Tamer Has Gone. I kind of I had it done, and I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. And then uh, Steven's like, do you want to come out? And I said, absolutely. He's been a friend and you know a mentor. And How did you, you meet Steven? Um, I was a fan. I went to see him at a venue. I lived down in D.C., so a venue outside of uh, 20 minutes outside D.C. called Jam and Java. And I went to see Matt Nathanson, and Stephen was opening, and I left that show not knowing who Matt Nathanson was because I was so stunned by Stephen. And then we got to know each other, and the fan thing happened. And then over time, you know, he started seeing that I was also a musician, and invited me out for some dates and then I had this one song called Waiting For Me um, that I knew was good and I knew it could be great so I was like who can help me make this song great and I was kind of like not really into the co-writer thing and I think looking back it was more of an ego thing I just wanted to see my name and that was the uh, that was the first um, oh, he helped you with that song? Yeah, Waiting For Me is a song and then so at the time it was Stephen Kellogg and the Sixers so it was me, my bass player Patrick and Stephen Kellogg and the Sixers. Like, that was the band. And, um, yeah, it just, uh, from there, you know, Stephen's great at just bringing out the, the deepest thoughts in you and really making you um, reconsider things and, you know, just take a, a different stance or 
kind of see um, uh, different uh, being open to other people's opinions and stuff like that. So I've just learned so much from him, and obviously his lyrics are such great guidance for so many people. And I'm, you know, like like I said about your music, um, Stephen has had that same effect on me. It's just he's a text or a, a call away, and you know he'll give me. The advice, like, that's a stupid idea. That's a great <laughs> idea. I mean, we'd be driving through Iowa or wherever, and it's just like we're both crying, talking about whatever deep thing, and then it's like, all right, let's take a break and listen to Michelle Obama's book. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, you, know, you know, it's funny. That's kind of what people picture songwriters who write personal stories like that are doing. They're driving in the car, sharing something, and weeping. Yeah, and it I happens. Mean, it's, it sounds like an archetypal thing for sensitive yeah. songwriters. But yeah, it's <laughs> like you see a little tear. I would see you know a little tear in Stephen's eye, and then I'd be like, "Okay, good. It's great for me to cry. <laughs> I don't have to hold that in." And then it's just a boo-hoo. And then it's like, "All right, cool. We're both boo-hoo guys." That's what you got put together the Rock and Roll Criers tour. Oh God, yeah, awesome. yeah. starring Stephen Kellogg, the Rock and Roll Criers sponsored tour. by Kleenex. Yes, it's <laughs> <laughs> very good. Um, so this one's called Josephine. I wrote this, um, I had the name Josephine stuck in my head and I didn't know why. I don't know a Josephine. Um, so I started writing, I, I had this guitar part. I'm like, that sounds like a Josephine. So when I started writing it, I, I started thinking like, maybe she's a girl I meet in a bar and I was like, you don't drink and you're married so you're lying right away. So let's not go that route. And then I, I came up with the idea that She's a small-town girl that heads to a city to, you know, kind of chase her dreams. And what I do like about um, the story is that she had the support of her family rather than like, all right, if that's what you're going to want to do, go do it. Um, and uh, so I was kind of stuck with the narrative, so I, I put myself in Josephine's shoes. I realized, like, I'm chasing something that's difficult, so um, I realized maybe I'm Josephine. I'm a diamond smile on the cover of a magazine A country girl chasing big city dreams A pretty little runaway since sweet 16 Hello world, I'm Josephine To your cowboy boots or pair of high Take my whiskey strong and sip it out of champagne flutes Been a pretty little runaway on movie screen Hello world, I'm Josephine I'm gonna live my life like it's a love scene I'm gonna write myself into a happy ending Gonna sit right here until the credits fade away Sometimes life, it seems just like a dream For Josephine My folks back home say the talk of the town Heart full of stars that found their way out 
Time was the only thing standing between Hello world, I'm Josephine I'm gonna live my life like it's a love scene I'm gonna write myself into a happy ending I'm gonna sit right here until the credits fade away Sometimes life it seems just like a dream Josephine To go holiday in Spain My wings behind me Drive this little girl insane Fly away This little girl insane Fly away So I've fallen I have broken down I've been counted on I've been counted out I could turn around But I wouldn't change a thing Hello world, I'm Josephine Gonna live my life it's a love scene I'm gonna write myself Into a happy ending I'm gonna live my life Like it's a love scene I'm gonna write myself Into a happy ending I'm gonna sit right here Until the credits fade away Sometimes life it seems just like a dream Josephine Sweet Josephine Pretty little Josephine Hello world, I'm Josephine So uh, how did you find playing here? I mean, were you excited about it? All yeah, I, I, he was uh, Instagramming on the way up here in the yeah. car, so it's kind of neat. You know, of course, it's a huge honor. You know, you never know. It's just like you stay the course with this thing, and it's it's just who I am. And then you know, it's it's early on. You, I don't know. You find yourself in these situations, and you think like, man, I thought I would be terrified, and then it's just so comfortable because you're just doing. You or you're doing the one thing that you know how to do the better one. than anything else in your life. So yeah. I'm better at do, this yeah. than I am food shopping, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, the other thing, too, is he texted me, right? So he said, what should I expect? And I was like, we did my diatribe on this is the most comfortable, giving, cool vibe. And that's exactly what it was. And he walks in here, and Hugh from uh, Fair Hazel has the same guitar. Tell him that story. Yeah, we both have Gibson Gospels, and they've... Maybe 200 in the world or something. That's what he was telling me. And uh, he plays like a 94. And I'm on my my second uh, year 2000. I, I had to sell the first one for tax tax reasons one year. And then uh, I finally got back to, okay, cool. I can, I can afford one now. Or I can hold on to one. And then so, yeah, I really like it. I have a 68 J45 that I play sometimes. But on the Kellogg tour, it, it broke. Um, someone else packed the guitar on the last night, of oh. course, and I opened it up in Fairfield, Connecticut, and I was just like, 
I looked at it and then I realized I'm like, all right, things could be a lot worse. This could have happened on the first date, or <laughs> you know, I'm just trying to make it okay. Um, but That's yes, so though. we have. Ah, oh, it's terrible. Um, but what says more about this festival than him walking in here, completely cold, didn't know what to expect, then he meets somebody who has the same guitar that only has like 200 of them yeah. on the planet. Yeah, that's pretty pretty damn cool. And he's from yeah, <laughs> not even from the states. It's cool. Yeah. yeah, they are bouncing around. Yeah, Gibsons are great products. They'll find homes everywhere. It's the friendly music geek vibe here. Yes. I like to, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for yeah. Coming I truly and appreciate you giving me this opportunity. Um, yeah, you've been great to me since I met you, and uh, it's truly an honor. And those great songs, too. Josephine, we'll play them on the podcast too. Josephine, and uh, and I mentioned, I think we played on the podcast. Uh, I believe in you. I heard I, I believe, believe in you. you. First time, right after yeah. the show, we played that. Yeah, yeah that was very yeah, touching that to me. I said to Adam, I said I really want to play the song this guy played last night, um, you know, Stephen Kellogg's show, because he talked about his daughter, and I'm a sucker for that. You know? yeah. And then, of course, half the album, Stephen's album, is about his daughter. Yeah, <laughs> I don't do. I'm not as blatant. Um, but he, well, he is played. surrounded by women. He is. It's yeah, well. He always <laughs> jokes like he picked up the guitar to be surrounded by women. He just didn't expect <laughs> it to be that way. The ones he made. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He made the the the, his, the audience he was chasing. Yeah. That's genius. <laughs> he is one of the loveliest people. I have to say, he's one of my favorite people. There's just something about Stephen that. Well, he's real, and he yeah. and he puts in so he's he works so hard, um, and. It's like no nonsense. Like if you want to be a part of that and go balls to the wall, then he's all about it. Um, and when it's work time, it's work time. But it's like if you need the friend right now, then we'll go friend zone. But well, not you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Not friend zone. But uh, yeah, we'll do the, the the sensitive stuff. But when it's time to go, it's time to go. He's created such a lovely world for himself too. Like Kirsten and the girls. Uh, yeah. You know, she's a saint. I've only met uh, Sophia and Adeline, but they're they're incredible. They're yeah. Just, Thanks, man. Yeah, Appreciate thank you it. so much. You got it. Um, so I just got off tour with um, Stephen Kellogg, who's been a friend of mine for about 15 years. And uh, um, I was closing every show with this. Um, it's called I Believe in You, and I wrote it for my daughter. But I realized that now especially um, we can all use that little, like, at a boy or at a girl. Um, I know I can use it. Um, so this became more of, like, I believe in other people as well. It's interesting to see when you write a song and then um, what you have in mind. And then once you, once you write it and record it, it's, it's, it's yours while you're writing it. It's yours until it's released. And then it's meant to go out and, and be for other people. And so this song has taken on a whole new life. And I'm, I'm really happy about it because just a couple of cowboy chords sometimes can do wonders for you. Baby, I believe in you 
You can fly, you can run like a bird, shine like the sun. Dreams come true, baby. I believe in you, baby. I believe in you. Good morning, how were your dreams like you? I bet they were amazing. So take time with your imagination. It's wild, child, and get your heart racing. This lovely world is what you make it. You can fly, you can run. Like a bird, shine like the sun. Dreams come true, baby. I believe in you. You can fly, you can run. Like a bird, shine like the sun. Dreams come true, baby. I believe in you, baby. I believe. Change it. I'm proud of your imagination. All right, what an honor! Thank you so much to pick up a guitar at 16 years old and then be here. It's a, a huge honor, um, Adam. I remember the first time I heard uh, I heard Omaha, and it truly, truly, truly changed me. I was like, "What is that?" And I want to feel more of that. So thank you for doing that. You do it for millions of people, and I'm just one of the fortunate ones. So thank you very much. And thank you all for um, having me a part of this. James, thank you so much for going to bat with, for me. Um, and thank you, Stephen Kellogg, for going to bat for me before that. Um, so I, I really appreciate these friendships, and I look forward to getting to know you all a little bit more. Thank you. <laughs>